Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Just Some Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan, and I just want to welcome you to this amazing episode. I'm so excited for our guest today because this guest got to experience something truly magical. And I'll give you a hint. It's during the year of a million dreams. So you can only imagine what it could possibly be. Also, be sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, and also, and if you would like to submit your story to be read on the show, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the button, share your magic. So I will give a little disclaimer for this episode. When we recorded this, it was back when I visited the parks in September and I happened to ride a couple of rides that I ended up screaming on so my voice is a little raspy on it so please bear with me it does get a little bit better as the episode goes on because it kind of warms up a bit so please just ignore that I apologize for not having the best voice on this episode but it is a great episode and I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this episode with the Passholder family Today, we have one of the members of the Passholder family. We have Passholder Dad with us. That's it. It's Mark. Well, Mark. it's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So we're so excited to have you and your rest of your family on. They're watching videos and hopefully getting distracted. So. Yeah. Believe it or not, they're right behind us. So if you hear them during this podcast, that's totally <laughs> that's why. why. So. If you hear a little giggle or squeal, it's hard. But yeah, so you're going to share with us a story. I have no idea what the story is oh at goodness. all, so I'm really excited for it. I just found the story out like five seconds before the episode, so I think we're going to be surprised together. So Perfect. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Well, I'll start off with a couple questions to get to know you and like your Disney personality and stuff. Okay. But first question, very simple. Why do you love Disney? What made you love Disney? Oh, you say that that's a simple question, but it, it's not the most simple question in the world, is it? Really deep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I think that it's really in my DNA. So some of my earliest memories in my life are, I grew up in California. And so I lived there till I was about 11. And I remember the, like the best days of the year was when our parents would like let us skip school. They would put us in the car. We'd have our backpacks on and we'd like, we'd really think we were going to, to prison for the day. And they would totally drive past our school and we'd get on the freeway and we'd pass, you know, Angel Stadium and, and we'd go to Disneyland. And so that is so fun. Yeah. So oh. those memories, like they stick in my head. And then that just continued my whole life. And when we moved to Florida, mm -hmm. it didn't end. It got way better. Like I, I had a cousin and I would work for her and every month she would bring us to Disney World. And I just can't remember a time where it just it wasn't ingrained in my DNA, I yeah. guess. And you guys just moved to Florida too, right? We did. Yeah. So I retired from the Air Force uh, back in May of last year. We wanted to kind of take some time off and give mm -hmm. some time back to the family. And it's kind of worked, kind of not. Yeah. But we go to Disney World a lot, three to four times a week sometimes. So. Oh, I love that. I'm the same way at Disneyland, Some sometimes more than I care to admit, for yeah. sure. That's a great answer. I love that. Okay, and we've talked earlier off 
camera will say, but what Disney parks have you gone to? Oh, good question. Okay, so uh, obviously all of the Disney parks here in, in uh, Florida, Disneyland in California, but never to Disney's California Adventure. You haven't been to California Adventure? No. Oh my goodness. I know. Oh, that's a good one because you, if you're a Marvel fan, it's got a lot of good Marvel stuff. That and then <gasps> I'm looking for, man, I would love to get some of the cones at Sally's. And then Radiator Springs Racers. I just can't believe that we haven't done that. That's such a good ride. It makes Test Track look really boring and very unthemed. Yes, we thought like maybe for a little while they would move it here, but I don't know with all the budget cutbacks. Oh, gosh, It's probably never going to happen in my lifetime now. And then you guys been to Disneyland Paris, you said. Disneyland Paris, yeah. So uh, we served in Germany for 15 years. And so all four of our kids, when you talk to them, they were born and raised in Germany. Oh, my gosh. And uh, pretty much from as early as they can remember. Yeah, we were... Paris Disney pass holders and we'd go really oh, as wow. often as we could yeah so you guys been on the Ratatouille ride oh yes okay I'm really excited for that to come be done at Epcot and stuff. no it's it's really amazing I think everybody's gonna love it so it'll oh. be it'll be a great addition to Epcot for sure okay so this question's kind of tricky not necessarily your favorite Disney character but what Disney character do you most identify with that you're similar to Oh, what question! I, I, <laughs> I see you guys I over see there. All my chi- my like, children, because they got to answer all these later. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm g- I'm gonna be super basic with this one, but I I think that in my soul, I'm just gonna have to identify with Mickey Mouse. I know that that's gonna be basic, and but mm-hmm. I think that that that's me. Pass holder mom is shaking her head, confirming like, yep, that's that's, that's him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for me, eternal optimism and trying to make everything fun and always trying to do the right thing it doesn't always work out but mm-hmm. at least have, having that that pure I core i think that. yeah okay if you could go on any retired disney ride whether you've already been on it and it just doesn't exist anymore or you've never been on it what would it be i would have to pick it's a toss-up i know a lot of purists might get mad at me because i don't say horizons but i would probably go on world of motion before i went on horizon so i'm oh. gonna go world of motion Final answer, and I think because I want to take the kids so badly, because I think the only audio animatronic ride that that we really can relate to now is only Spaceship Earth. There's like nothing else in that. Mm-hmm. And even you, looking across the table right now, I realize you probably can't identify with those things either. I didn't know what you were saying. Like yeah. I know about that Horizons Pavilion. Yes. Do I remember it? No. no I was probably their age. Right. If I ever, like I have a vague, faint, faint memory of yeah. Body Wars. Yes. But I didn't go on it because it looked scary to me right. at the time. And yeah. I mean, at least with Body Wars, you can still relate to like uh, uh, Star Tours, right? Because it's really mm-hmm. in the same vein. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Delta Dream Flight and World of Motion and Horizons, yeah. like those things, you can't almost relate. Spaceship Earth is the closest thing you've got. Yeah. But Spaceship Earth doesn't have that catchy song that like Horizons had a song and, and World of Motion and Delta Dream Flight and... Ah, oh, the good old days. Yeah, you're making me want to like watch some YouTube videos and go look things There's, up. Like. Okay, the, the video <laughs> that you have to look up and, and then uh, this Everybody is totally else needs not, to do this too. <laughs> this is totally not about me. But back in the day, before like video cameras and security and all the things that we have now, mm-hmm. there were some guys, there were kids at the time, but they learned, and nobody do this, right? Do not try this at home. <laughs> but they learned that you can hop off of the ride vehicle. You've I seen this. I saw that. I saw yes. that. That blew my mind. This is a good video and to then, watch. Not maybe with your children, but go out there. It's <laughs> totally cool. Yeah. I seen that. And I'm just like, they just hid in this little like alcove. And yes. they just hung. They brought snacks. Yes. And they just hung out. And, and they, they would like go longer and longer and longer, right? Where it started. And they would they'd like jumped out of the cart, waited just a little while in the background. And then they jumped back into a cart. And then they like, they stayed in there for like a whole day and yeah it's really cool i need to rewatch that that was so cool 
Okay, speaking of rides, what is your dream ride to get stuck on? Oh my goodness, this is incredible. This is <laughs> this is not what I thought we were going to be doing today. My favorite <laughs> ride to be stuck on, if I had to pick one. Because all of us crazy Disney fans want to get stuck on a ride. Like I asked my mom the question who just casually goes with me. She's like, I don't want to get stuck on a ride. I'm like, mom, you want to get stuck on a ride. All right, if I had to get stuck on a ride right now, I'm going to pick Soren. That's going to be the one. I think it would be Why? cool. Because you're, I think it'd just be cool to be stuck up there. I mean, you're just you're somewhere where nobody. They can't just walk up there with a ladder and get you off, right? Yeah. You're going to be hanging out up there for a while. That might be scary. It, it would stuck. be scary, right? Oh, but how many people have? I've never heard a story of anybody being stuck up on Soren. Yeah, that yeah. is true. That is true. If oh. it was functioning, I would do uh, Flight of Passage. If I could just be stuck on there and just have it on repeat, oh, I would do, yeah. I'd do that forever. That but. would be good. I'll say this: when Soren first opened, I had my youngest brother was probably. About about their age and he leaned over and he's like oh we're not that high leaned over my mom arm barred him like get back because yes. you go so high up and you don't realize i it. do that now with my with my five-year-old when she sits next to me mm -hmm. she her like her forearms touch her toes right because her body her, her torso and legs mm -hmm. are so small so she literally is like fully leaned over in half you know like mm -hmm. a book and i'm always afraid that she's gonna fall off yeah she hasn't yet now they have <laughs> they got more safety measures now like oh, the, the sure. lap belts and stuff are a lot mm -hmm. cooler but yeah no that's good. or like back Glad in the day fall. when tower of terror used to just be the lap yes! bar that's no seatbelts. that's not safe that's yes. not safe good times and then if you have like they had one seat with a seatbelt. I don't know if you remember that. There was no. one, yes, there was one seat that had a seatbelt and not a lap bar. And you would just had to be really lucky to get that because oh you would go a little gosh. higher, right? But no, those are the good days. Now you have to like pull on the yellow tab yeah. and <sighs> nobody's flying out anymore. No one's being reckless anymore, darn it. <laughs> darn kids ruined it for the rest of us. <laughs> okay, a couple more questions. Okay. Now, I usually ask this to people who don't have kids, but the fact that you guys do have kids. Yeah, yeah. If you had to drive across country with a car full of kids and they wanted to listen to only one Disney soundtrack, what soundtrack would it be? Oh, if we only had to pick one for the entire trip, start to finish. finish. And that was the only soundtrack you could listen to on a loop. Like, you couldn't, like, jump from movie to movie or anything. You just had to listen okay. to the one. And it's... I get to say an answer, right? Because it, I think yes. that I think I'm going to be right, and I, now on my Disney knowledge, you're going to have to edit this out. So Disney not, owns Greatest Showman now, doesn't it? It's technically on Disney Plus. I'm going with Greatest Showman. Let me look at my kids in the back. Yes. Give me a thumbs up. Yell. Yes, yeah. yes, the confirming. Thumbs up all around. <laughs> all right, so uh, dad, dad that. wins that round. Perfect. But, but but check this out. My kids went to we went and met some of our friends at the uh, Wilderness Lodge at the campgrounds, mm -hmm. and they were doing Disney song trivia. Oh. And my kids went over and just smashed like everyone. And so what we've been doing for years, ever since they were yeah. born, we have a song that we call, or a playlist called the Disney Guessing Game. Mm -hmm. And we play it in the car and everyone in the car, you know, you just call out the song when you know yeah. what it is and we skip to the next one. And there's like 200 songs in there. Oh, wonderful. And so they can pick a Disney song out by like the first two notes. Yeah. So it's a life skill that's going to pay that's dividends, good. right? So yeah. It's, it's like, all right, when they're older and they yeah, go to yeah. like bar trivia nights, they're right. going to be like spot on right. with I those. I could have done anything and now I'm realizing <laughs> I've wasted their lives. So this no. Great. But yeah. they're happy lives. <laughs> like, okay, if you could have two or more characters interact with each other, who would they be? And they can be from different movies, Ooh, from diff okay. different franchises. Yep. Okay, I'm going with it. This is going to be really easy. It would be Lilo and Boo from so Lilo and Stitch, and then uh, and oh, then they Boo would be best Inc. friends. Yeah. So there was this fan, like I don't know where it came from, and I didn't make this up. So somebody's gonna be like, "That's my story," and I promise I'm not taking credit for it. <laughs> but there was this fan, like fan idea, where where Boo and Lilo are college roommates, 
and then they like Boo has these memories from when she was a kid yeah. and then Lilo has Stitch and then like but both of them don't really share their experiences and then all of a sudden it's like boom and then there's this story that happens I don't know what happens next but okay, they Disney, would make great roommates Disney right Disney needs to make that movie I agree with you they yeah. hands down need to make that or movie or somebody just make the fan fiction book like do it on Kickstarter whatever yes. you gotta do right like, go okay. fund me Thank you for answering all those questions. They're definitely like, I'm glad you got surprised Shoo. by them. That was a good I one. I gave you like the one or two questions. And that was great. Answer. No, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I'll let you take it away with your story and share it. And we'll be both surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, th this is great. Well, first, thank you for having us. Of uh, course. And to invite my whole family here is, okay. is amazing. They're all just hanging out. So really cool. Um, I know that people who listen to your show, they get like tear jerkers and, uh, and you know, really deep stories. And unfortunately, I'm not going to bring a, one of those today, but I'll tell you about the probably the coolest thing that has ever happened to our family before and i'll preface that by saying like we get i mean you just met us downstairs right in the in the yeah. in, in the in the food court and we literally got free cupcakes right like everywhere we go i don't i kind of know why a little bit but we get like Disney magic all the time. Mm -hmm. Like we'll be, we were taking a, a photo session on main street and the cast members literally came out and, you know, told our kids, Hey, you can pick anything in the bakery you want. And she sent them in there and, and oh I got to pick. Gosh. So like those things happen to us all the time. So when I say that this is our favorite story, it, it's not said lightly. Right. So, well, if you go back in time to, I don't, and now that I rec realize your age, right? Like if you go back in time, there was this thing <laughs> called the year of a million dreams. And I remember that. I okay. remember the commercials. So we're yes. dating ourselves. Okay, yes. good. All right. <laughs> I, I don't know what you know and what you don't know, right? So, but the year of a million dreams was this absolutely amazing thing that actually ended up extending beyond a year because it was so cool. And what they did was they just like gave magic out like it was candy, like quite literally. So you would come off of a ride and there would be something, somebody standing there and they would have fast passes and you could like yeah. go on all the rides. Or, you know, if you were really, really lucky, uh, which it was like two families behind us on Dinosaur, uh, you could stay in Cinderella's castle for the night and stuff like that. Well, Wait, wait, elaborate yes. on that. So two families behind you, they were like, you guys. Yes, yes. And so we were on Dinosaur, like as we're getting off and we're in the queue and then the next car comes in and the next car comes in, they're like, you're staying at Cinderella's castle. Castle and we're like, oh, why didn't that ride break down? Right? You're like, like not Dave, why didn't one of the kids need to get water or yes, something? Exactly. Like <laughs> it's those moments. But then you know you have other moments where like there's a car crash two seconds before you got there, so it balances out again, exactly, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, but no. So there was a lot of cool stuff going on at that time, and back then. You, the internet wasn't what it was now. This is like 2008, mm -hmm. I think. And mm -hmm. so you couldn't just look up. Like now, if something cool is happening at Disney, it's on Instagram within minutes and everybody's taking a picture in front of oh, the purple yeah. wall, it's right? Like there's Twitter, no secrets. Yeah. It's on Instagram. There's TikToks being made yes. about it. And right. And that. so, but I knew, and from doing research and stuff that, they, they did this thing called the first family of the day. And what they would do is in the morning, they would pick one family that, hey, you got to be this really special honor. And I'll, I'll tell you all this stuff that happened to us, which was mm -hmm. cool. But- so I had done this research and I got the family up out of bed and I knew if we were the first people at the gate that the chances of us being picked for the first family of the day were just exponentially increased. And so I had my, my dad with me and my stepmom who, who will keep all their names nameless for now because they're not pass holder family crew, right? But, but and I remember we're, we're in the monorail and, and there's nobody, there's like nobody there in the monorail with us, which was strange for that time of year. And my stepmom was just so like frustrated and she kept expressing her frustration about like how annoying it was. And they go to Disney all the time. And she yeah. doesn't know why they have, and I'm Why like, are we waking up so yes. early? And she, like... She's a key player in this story, by the way. And so, 
this is the magical story, so we'll maybe steer in a different direction. <laughs> but then we're, so we get there and all the cast members are asking us, hey, are you here for breakfast? Are you here for breakfast? And we're like, no, we're not here for breakfast, right? Here we're for rope we're here to party, right? And so, so we get up to the front and, and we're standing at the gate and you can't imagine such a thing now, but there was nobody there, right? Everybody who came that early, they got funneled in to, to go to the Crystal Palace or wherever they were yeah. eating that morning. And so eventually I'm like, man, maybe this will work. Maybe it won't work. And sure enough, the cast members come over and they're like, hey, how are you guys doing? And, and we're doing great, of course. And they're like, are you having breakfast? And we're like, no, we're just hanging out because we're so excited. And uh, they're like, well, do you want to be the first family of the day? Oh. Like, we would love to be the family of the day. Like, And they said, great, but we can only take five of you. I'm like, five of us, but there's six of us, you know? And It's like, what's one What's yes. one more? And so, you know, my stepmom were like, well, you're going to have to stay behind. <laughs> oh. And so, oh, no. <laughs> and so you've been uh, complaining the most, right? And so, so You're I'm punished. like, yes, like all of those years of me, like finally, <laughs> karma. And, uh, yes, yes, that's right, like yes, you know. And so, but unfortunately, the cast member, no, fortunately, people. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> people are like, uh, I'm getting downvoted right now. I can totally feel it. And uh, so then the cast members they go off and they do their cast member thing and they come back and they're like, well, good news, we're going to take all six of you. And we're like, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, super exciting. And uh, the look on her face didn't change. It was the same look that was on the monorail. Like she just, she wasn't any more excited for this experience. Like it was just all you know normal to her. Was she like, oh, I have to move? Or I She's have to a do Disney that. person. Like she goes to Disney all the time. And, and this was nothing like she couldn't show us any any emotion whatsoever anyway moving on so then we we uh so we get taken behind the gate remember nobody there right so we get taken behind the gate which was great they give the kids autograph books and pens and and they're like really excited and so they treat you like when we walked out we were immediately disney royalty right like treated in a way that that we probably never will be treated again in our mm -hmm. entire lives and so as we get through, we walk under the arches, right, right by where the train station is. And there's the, uh, the fire truck is right there waiting for us. And, no. and so there were two gentlemen who were waiting up in the front and we have their names, but gosh, if I didn't bring them with me. And then we get loaded up into the fire truck. And so we're sitting there and the music is playing and it's completely empty and we're in the fire truck and they're having great conversations and then they start driving us around the park, right? So we're like... Wait, what? Yeah. So they like, didn't just this. like do something in the front and then no, be no, done no. with it. They no, this, drive you... Oh, you don't even know where this story's going. Oh, like, this is a, this, I haven't heard of it. There's this. no punchline to this story, but it's a great experience. Oh right? my God. Okay, so yeah. you're in the fire truck. We're in you're the fire truck. We start to get like this private tour of Disneyland and now you're Calif you're a Californianite. Is that what you say? You're from... I, what are you, Californian? Um, East Coast. So I grew up going to Disney World. Yeah, but you're moving to California or moving something. Moving to California, right? okay. yes. I just called you a Californian and I feel like we need to stop and appreciate Honestly, that. Honestly, I think that is exactly yes. what I am because I've been in up. both. Mark Tilshire, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. Yes. Okay. And so here we go. We're on this tour. We're getting this end. And I brought up the California thing because you guys still have Toontown. Yes. And we don't have Toontown anymore. Yes. I have faint memories of Disney World's Toontown yes. and I loved it. It was amazing. We get to Toontown. The truck pulls us up back there and, and it just stops. And there was a train station there and then there was mm -hmm. the house. And we can see like, they're like, hey, just wait right here. And it's like when somebody like sets up a fireworks show that's going to blow up in your face and they're like, <laughs> wait right here. And then they all back up precariously, right? Like, You're like, like as if something happen. bad is about to happen <laughs> and they don't want anything to do with it. And so, so we're standing there and we're staring at Mickey's house, which is amazing on the outside. And we're like, man, why do they bring us all the way back here? And then one by one, the door opens and like every Disney character you've ever heard of starts coming out of the door one by one by one from it was Mickey and it was Clarabelle Cow and Horace and and Mary Poppins and Bird. And I mean, just and just it never ended. Like think of a parade, 
but everybody's off the floats. It, it right? sounds like um, like a clown car. Yes, it's just like very much like that. Like, well, how did they get in Mickey's house? Like, I've been in Mickey's house. They don't all Mickey's fit house in there. isn't that yeah, big. He's like, like our one Mickey, story. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, they, and there's Snow White's there, and everyone, and and then they just all just come out. And, and it's like, okay, what do we do now? And they're just doting over the children and those autograph books they gave us, right? They're filling. That the, makes sense. Yes, they're yeah. just passing them around. And, and I mean, we just, I feel like it was 30 minutes that we just got to hang out there, which, no, which was really amazing. And then Mickey was there, obviously. And, and kind of when that, it didn't go on too long. And we have a picture. Maybe we can share it with you. And when you yes. show this episode, people can see what that uh, picture looks like. But oh, I think... I think that my wife and I are not in it. I think that it's only my dad and my stepmom that are in it. No. I don't think my wife and I are in it. So when you see the two grown-ups that are not Disney characters, you can put all the pieces together in the oh story. Oh my right? goodness, so that is hilarious. Yeah, and so um, so that was really cool. And then that part of the morning kind of took its turn. And, mm-hmm. and then Mickey took both kids by the hand. So the characters all went and loaded themselves on the train. And at this point, just to clarify, you only had the oldest two. Yes, correct. Okay, okay. They were four and two. I was like, they two. look too young to be part of A Million Dreams. Like if I was a kid during A Million Dreams, like yeah, yeah. they probably... You guys well, weren't around Ra- yet. She has Rapunzel hair and she sings to us every night. Oh, and we perfect. All just, yeah, we're here forever, Stay young right? forever. <laughs> yeah, and so, um, and so Mickey took both of their hands and we have some great photos of this and they just walked to the train station together and it was a long, I mean, it wasn't a long walk, but it's sure in my memory it was, right? Mm-hmm. And so they walked down to the train station and then Mickey sat, and I remember that part really clearly, Mickey sat behind us and then we sat right in front of him. And, and I mean, we're as closer than you are to us, right? Because he was leaning yeah. forward and it, his nose was wiggling and uh, it was really oh amazing. And then I remember, Dad, if you're listening, I remember Snow White was about, you know, three rows up from us. And I remember my dad and Snow White just talked pretty much the whole train ride. And that, that was nice. <laughs> and uh, I remember Mickey was playing charades with us, which was really cool. And Aww. and yes, yeah, so that, that went on. And I just these memories in my mind, they lasted a really long time like mm-hmm. for whatever reason that disney moment it, d- it didn't pass quickly and so they then we got to ride on the train all around the park which was really really amazing and then we got up to the front and we have videos we just watched these with the kids the other day and they took us off and this part was fast because when you got to the front of the park there was a million people who had been let through the gate but yeah. they didn't this thing called rope drop used to happen and you guys yeah. with covid probably don't remember anymore yeah. right but yeah rope <laughs> drop would come and and you would scramble to be at the front of the line and get to the rides. Mm-hmm. Well, they wouldn't let you pass the arches. Now they yeah. do because they realize you could shop, you right? Shop and you could and spend money. make money right. and stuff. Same thing at Disneyland. So now it's they like, like, yeah. Basically, they kind of like contain you to the hub area yes. and like you can't go right. down any of the lands and stuff. Where so. Starbucks is, right? Where exactly. you can yeah, you where get you your can coffee, stuff. you can get some merchandise that's and right. everything. And then you're but all Back set. in my day, back right? Back in my <laughs> day, they used to be fireworks. Right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> It's awesome. It's awesome. I almost missed it. When we got up to the front, they were like halfway into the morning show. So what they would do is they would do a show at the train station Mm -hmm. and then it would be like five, four, three, two, one. And then, you know, confetti would fly everywhere and then you could go into the park. Well, they were like right before the countdown because Mickey's the finale. And so the train pulls up and and they're like, and now the Tilshire family, you know, we weren't the Passholder family yet back then, but you should have been right. But the, the Tilshire family and we got off the train and we all had a handful of confetti and we got to throw confetti into the air. Oh my goodness. And so, and then we were the queue and everybody got to run into the parks and, so, and then when that was all over, the mayor of Main Street walked us, he came, took us by the hand and the kids, and he was really cool. And he took the kids down the, the pathway from the train station, down the big stairs, mm-hmm. where 
our friends from the fire truck were once again waiting for us. No, yes. stop it! Like I'm like this keeps getting keeps better getting and better. better. I thought you think it'd be and done, now, and no, yeah. it keeps going. Oh, and now the, the conclusion of the story, yeah. So the wind down, and so they just asked, you know, hey, where do you guys want to go? And we're like, well, we're going back to the castle. And they said, okay, we'll take you to the castle. And they drove us to the castle, and we said our goodbyes, and that was the la- that was the last moment of Disney royalty. That is so amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so fun. Yeah, that's it. that is. And we, like I said, we go to Disney three to four times a week and we, we get so much magic and we love our cast members so yes. much. I cannot imagine a universe where anything ever tops that story for our family. I just can't oh imagine yeah. anything That'd ever be being better That'd be extremely difficult. That yeah. is amazing. And like, like I said earlier, like it just kept getting better and better and going because like, <laughs> yeah. I've not been experiencing that, but I, you know, from an outside perspective, yeah. you probably think, oh, they were just hanging out behind Mickey right. on the train and just... You know, did the little thing, but the fact that they gave you an autograph book. Well, this is the thing, yeah. right? And I, I think that for the people listening, where you say, "Okay, well, why do you, why do you like Disney? Why do you, why is this important to you? Why, why, why is this something you share with your family?" And if you look at that story, right, and it, from my point of view, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And you sit on the other side, and you're like, "Wow, this is so special, and it's so unbelievable." But if you look at everything that happened in that story. Right. There was very little that was actually unique to our family. Like everything that had to happen, everything that happened had to happen. Right. The characters had to come out near near Mickey's house. The characters had to get in the train. The characters had to ride to the front of the park. Mickey had to stand there and he had to throw confetti into the air and open up the park. But what somebody inside of the Disney company said is like, hey, look, this stuff is all happening. If we just add a fire truck. And like literally that was it. Like if we just add a fire truck, mm-hmm. we can make one guest or one family's day incredible, right? And that's literally like all they, it cost them the gas, right? Because those gentlemen are already there and, and the ladies mm-hmm. who are running the truck. But the fact that Disney does those things, mm-hmm. right? It, it's not just rides. It's not just churros, which are phenomenal. <laughs> but it's it's the fact that they find ways to make those everyday experiences super magical right and change people's lives yeah and how could you not keep going back after that i absolutely love that story that was incredible like i was a certain age when all of that happened and i didn't know i thought it was just you could say it's cinderella's castle that's it oh no i didn't know there was all these little things that happened and i think that's so magical i love that yeah no it's amazing a lot of stuff happened like i remember oh this is a 10 second story but my dad and i were there alone Mm -hmm. and i was still in my 30s or late 20s at that point and we were getting on to splash mountain and the person was there handing out the free fast passes. So as we stepped into the chairs to sit down, he's like, let's go. And my, you know, this is my dad, right? So I'm like, let's do it. And so we just stepped off of the seats to the exit, no. walked up and got the fast passes, right? And so then just I, probably went back on yeah, Splash Mountain yeah, yeah. and used it there. That's it. So we're like, okay, we'll that's, skip the ride and get our free. And I still, ha- I still have those fast passes. So. That is amazing. I wonder yeah. if they're still valid. I, <laughs> just I wonder, I wonder what they would, they wouldn't even know, right? Because they're like younger than you, most uh, of the yeah, cast Yeah, they'd members. be like, what is that? Yeah. Like, oh, you don't know? It's that's like awesome. Disney dollars, that's like right. What are those anymore? You I know, know. <laughs> worth they're worth more than a dollar. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that amazing story. Of thank you for letting me share it. Oh my god, I learned so much. Like it makes me. I want to go watch. Um, not Horizons. It was the other thing you said. Oh, uh, uh, I want to say Universe of Motion, but this certainly yes. isn't it. Oh my goodness, I blanked on my own. 
well, world of motion. Here's, Goodness here's gracious. Here's the homework. Go watch no, it. No, no, no Google. Yeah, yes. world of motion, world of Perfect. motion, world of motion. Well, thank you again for coming course, on the podcast. Of course, thank you. Anytime. And we'll have the rest of their family come on in other episodes. So be sure to check those out. All right, see you soon. Thank you. some listener stories that you the fan sent in if you would like to submit your story to be read on the just some magic podcast please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic tab i have been touched with disney magic since going on it's a small world in the 1965 at the world's fair and the first time I ever took the monorail through the contemporary resort at Walt Disney World, it truly sealed the deal. And I knew I'd be going back often and forever. My magical moment happened 30 plus years after the World's Fair when I was able to take my kids to Disney World for the first time. I dreamed of this moment. They were three-year-old triplets and I so badly wanted to ride It's a Small World with them and see the, it through the first time through their eyes. I had my oldest son on my lap for the ride and as soon as we passed under the archways into the room, I saw my son's eyes widen and his mouth open. I started crying into his shoulder and said, I've waited my whole life for this. Not long after that, we bought into Disney Vacation Club and trips to Disney World, Disneyland, and the Disney Cruises became a commonplace and magical every time. My kids are now 26 and I'm nearing retirement. They have their own lives, so doing things together doesn't happen as frequently, but we always make sure to go on a Disney trip of some sorts every chance we get. The magic never leaves us. This story is sent in by Courtney G. In April 2019, my mom, sister, great aunt, and myself went on a special day trip to Disneyland. It was special to each of us for different reasons. My mom was a full-time caretaker for my sister with special needs. My great aunt had been taking care of her husband who has been in and out of the hospital for various health issues. My sister was able to sneak away from a very busy work schedule. I was able to have a special girls day away from my two young sons. We were prepared for it to be a busy day since it was right before spring break time and we were just happy to enjoy the day together away from all of our responsibilities. After having breakfast at La Brea, we got in line so that we could make it to Robe Drop at Disneyland. While we were standing there laughing and enjoying our conversations, Robert, a front gate cast member, approached us and started chatting. He asked how we were all related and where we came from and had a few other questions that I can't quite remember. He paused for a second and then told us that he needed some help opening the gates to the park that morning. Immediately, my sister and I started jumping up and down like we were six years old again because we knew exactly what he was asking us. My mom and aunt knew it must be good due to our reactions, but of course they accepted his offer. You see, when there's no magic morning early entrance, a cast member will ask a group of guests in line to come inside before the turnstiles are open to help officially open the parks on that day. So we followed him in, scanned our tickets, and got to hang out in the front of the most iconic floral Mickey until it was time to open the gates. I'll admit it was thrilling, but really weird to have hundreds of people staring at us outside the gates. Robert told us he was going to introduce us and then have a shout out, let the magic begin, when he got the okay. The cast members inside the gate were so gracious taking pictures and videos for us so we could remember this morning forever. 
the rest of the day was complete with magic as well. Hardly any waits on our favorite rides and beyond what we could have ever imagined. Thank you, Robert, for the magic that will last a lifetime. It was just another family trip in Disney in 2010. Don't remember why we went to Magic Kingdom early that day. I think it was to see the sunrise, but my family and I were just walking by the entrance, hanging out and taking pictures. Next thing we knew, a cast member walked up to us and asked if we wanted to open the park for the day. We said yes, and we walked into the park shortly after that. I hopped on one of the cars on Main Street, and the cast member drove us to Toontown, which is was still open before the time it closed in t- February 2011. On our way to Toontown, the cast member was saying that they don't normally take guests to Toontown when opening the parks, but because it was closing in the next upcoming months, they were doing something special. We had an entire section of Toontown to ourselves for a few minutes. The rides were closed, obviously, since the park wasn't officially open yet, but to see this section of the park empty without any guests around for the first time and the last time was a real treat. We couldn't walk into Mickey and Minnie's house, and I thought it was odd since they were the two main characters of the park. So they let us take pictures on the outside, and then the unexpected happened. Mickey walked out of the house shortly after Minnie, Goofy, Donald, Pluto, Chip, Dale, Stitch, Mary Poppins, Bert, Tiana, Naveen, and others came out to greet us as well. We were able to spend a brief moment with each of the characters and take pictures before it was time to hop on the train to the main entrance and open the parks. The characters all hopped on the train with us and we got to enjoy a train ride with them. How often does that happen with all the characters on at once? When we got to the entrance, we waited at the station for a minute so while the opening show was going on. Then we walked in with all the characters, got a hand full of pixie dust and then counted down for 10 seconds and threw pixie dust into the air. The Magic Kingdom Park was officially open that day. After the show, we got to take pictures with the mayor of Main Street in the station. From there, we parted and we met the the cast member who picked us out at the opening of the park. We took more pictures with one of the cars on Main Street and then drove down to the castle where, yup, you guessed it, we took more pictures. And then we all parted ways and went on with our day. It was a huge surprise to us and definitely an experience we will never forget. All through the cast members' hard work of letting our family have one of the most best Disney memories ever. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Just Some Magic. Again, if you want to submit your story to be read on the show, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the button, share your magic. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Just Some Magic. Be sure to tune into the next episode where we hear from someone who has actually been to every single Disney park in the entire world. There's six Disney International parks, 12 in total, that have other little parks in it. Our guest will be sharing us her magical international Christmas story. Can you imagine celebrating Christmas in the International Disney Park? I I certainly can't, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to our next guest episode. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode, especially next week's, and it'll definitely put you in the mood for the holidays. Again, thank you so much for listening. It truly means the world to me. And I hope this show brought a little bit more magic into your life.